so let's talk about the the state of e-commerce right now. Um, just from my perspective, I, I don't know every single thing that's happening. Um, but, you know, if you've been listening to this podcast for any number of months or whatnot, you, you know my relationship with Amazon and uh, what I've done there and um, what I currently do there. In, in terms of e-commerce, um, you know, Amazon has, and, 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 and a lot of these things are just like, just confirmation to what I already knew, but just kind of put that firmness to my belief, right? So, so um, what I'm saying is, you know, um, when, when things started to kick off here with the pandemic, uh, Amazon declared that they will not be taking any inbound inbound shipments right so if you want to do fba you can't you can't do you know new new fba um uh you can't send items into the warehouse and um at first they were um so they were they were doing that and they were um if you did have fba items currently in the warehouse they were not shipping them and they were only shipping essential items, gloves, masks, batteries, probably. Um, so if you had stuff in Amazon, your stuff would just been on back order for possibly, you know, a month or two, um, sometimes less, but you know, a month or two was, was typical. And then as time went on, they just, um, you know, they kind of loosened it up, you know, um, uh, they just gave, they just gave your current FBA products less priority. So you would still probably be on back order, but probably not as far as two months, but they were just prioritizing their, um, their orders because they, they were having, you know, they were shutting down warehouses and they were getting swamped with, uh, the orders of essential items. So they were prioritizing their, their employees, um, um, efficiency in terms of employees to only uh, ship out purchase orders for essential items. Okay. So if you were a um, um, if you're an Amazon seller, um, you were pretty much screwed. Um, you know, you were pretty much screwed. You know, you're, you're, you're just screwed. Um, luckily I, I didn't have any, I didn't have anything in FBA. I had one SKU in FBA. I had two items and I actually took them out. I actually removed them to get them sent back to me. Um, when all of this was going down, I was like, well, I'm not just going to. I can merchant fulfill it, you know, it wasn't a big deal. I can merchant fulfill it. Uh, I had a probably like a total of like, I have a total of like 10 listings on Amazon currently, even right now. And, and at the time that all of this kicked off a couple of weeks ago, um, for those who were in FBA doing FBA, they're screwed. I wasn't screwed at all. 
I didn't have any FBA products. Everything I was doing was Merchant Fulfilled, um, also known as FBM. And then not only that, I actually just canceled my pro subscription. I took my items off FBA, canceled my pro pro subscription. Never thought that that would happen, right? I was like, you know, there's no point in me paying $40 a month. Uh, I'm not even making 40 sales on Amazon, you know? So it, it just didn't make sense. And then the items that I was selling, I mean, they were selling Merchant Fulfilled. And so so right now, instead of paying the 15% fee for Merchant Fulfilled, I'm paying like a dollar. Or it should be a dollar. That's what it was before. So I need to check that again and see if they rose it. Uh, see if they rose the fee. Um, I think it's a dollar when you don't have the pro subscription. A dollar for each item sold. But... um. So I was good. I was good in that area because in the last year, um, if you've been listening to any part of this podcast, uh, these podcast episodes recent previously, you would know that I've been uh, dabbling, um, you know, experimenting with uh, platforms outside of Amazon because because of the reasons that I've stated in those episodes. And it just it just confirms just it just further confirms what I already knew, that if you have an Amazon business, you don't have a business. You don't control your business. Um, Amazon controls your business. So it's Amazon's business. It's not your business. It's Amazon's. You know? So in the midst of crisis, your business could be taken over. And also in the midst, in, in, in when there's a non-crisis, your business can be taken over you know, by Amazon, uh, for the number of reasons that I've mentioned previously. Um, so, so I want people to realize that, um, um, like this is real, you know, like if you're a a widget seller on Amazon, um, I feel sorry for you. I feel sorry for you. If you really think being a widget seller, being a retail arbitrage seller is going to get you where you want to go. Now, sure, you may you may want to go there. <laughs> you know, you may want to um, have that kind of business. Um, but what I'm saying is it doesn't make sense. If you're an entrepreneur, any real entrepreneur is not going to do retail arbitrage and expect to make something out of it. That's going to last. That's going to uh, make them able to control their business. It's not going to give them any ownership in anything. It's not going to uh, have any long-term value. Um, if you're just a widget re- widget seller, retail arbitrage seller. Now, I'm not saying don't do it. I'm not saying that it's dead. I'm not saying that it's, it's, it's wrong. I'm not saying it's immoral. But I think, you know, I, I hope the people who listen to this podcast are, are just serious entrepreneurs. And they're kind of just past that stage of, you know, I'm just doing some side hustle bullshit to get through. Um, uh, if that is you, that's fine. I mean, if, if you're if your uh, aspirations and desires is to move out of the side hustle uh, just making money, just to make money, kind of thing, into actually building something that's yours that you could control. Um, 
uh, or control more rather control. I, I use control and own as a uh, as a spectrum basics basis. The more so on the control side than the spectrum of non-control. Um, if 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 that's you. Um, you would understand what I'm saying. But if you're just, you know, side hustling, you know, uh, just trying to make a little few extra dollars, you know, um, reach arbitrage is just for you. You know, it's, it's, it's a stepping stone. If your aspiration is to learn about e-commerce through retail arbitrage, I can respect that. But if you think that you're going to, you know, um, do do retail arbitrage on Amazon and, um, leave your job or, uh, build a fortune or build wealth or whatever, whatever that's higher level. If you think you're going to do that, it's not going to happen. The game has changed, you know, um, you know, the game has changed. It, it cannot be, that cannot be your focus. That cannot be if you want to build anything, if you want to build a business, rather. Um, but it is a stepping stone. It is a stepping stone. If your aspirations are to move up the chain, then I'm rooting for you. And uh, I have a lot, of, uh, a lot of advice and knowledge that will help you. Um, but don't, don't, yeah, you can, you can sign off right now. Don't think you're going to be doing retail arbitrage and uh, change your work, change your life with that. Um, good luck. Um, the name of the game is what I've been saying these past six months is, um, is, uh, is wholesale, private label, bundles, wholesale bundles, private label bundles, and, um, wholesale exclusives. Um, that's the name of the game. Um, we are now in terms of e-commerce, uh, for the Amazon seller, in terms of that, we're, we're past, uh, private label. You, you, if you're doing private, if you've done private label five, six, eight years ago, uh, it was, it was, it was a lot easier than now. That's what they, that's what they say. That's what the people who I listen to say. Uh, because you can throw something up there, you make some sales. Um, Amazon obviously was less experienced, and there weren't that many restrictions. There weren't that many, you know, problems that they were aware of. But what has happened over the last five, six, eight years, ten years, um, Amazon is learning while they're doing all of this, and they're learning about the problems. They're learning about, you know, the the issues of um, you know, counterfeits and um, just uh, regulation and, um, 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 you know, the problems with uh, uh, intellectual property uh, amongst sellers. And they, they learned all of these things as they were building this platform. And now that they know a lot more, um, there's a lot of, a uh, lot of, um, you know, scammers out there, a lot of, you know, um, a lot of bad sellers out there. Um, and if you ever, and if you know anything about Amazon or Jeff, Jeff Bezos in particular, he's all about customer experience. If there's anything that, uh, there's anything that gets in the way of customer experience, he will shut you out of Amazon point blank, point blank, 
point blank and simple. Um, in and uh, retail arbitrage is part of that is part of that category as well. Before you can just you know throw some stuff up there and you know get it sold, but now there's uh there's issues with brands, um, you know brands uh not not authorizing you to sell their products they the amazon wants to see receipts um that you bought it from a reputable company or uh, you bought it from a wholesaler or, or or distributor who has authorization to sell the products uh, there's all these different things that are happening now that didn't happen before and if you get caught in the crossfire um you know you could be suspended you could be shut off um you're just going to have problems, right? So what's happening is you are going to have to be more legit. In other words, you got to be more legit. Not saying, I'm not saying you, you can't make money doing, you know, um, uh, I call it copy private label. Like when you just go to Alibaba and just find the same item that's on Amazon and just source it. To sell on Amazon, that's just copying. It's not. It's not anything. You're not. You don't. You don't own the intellectual property, or the trademarks, or anything like that. And you also don't own the control, or you also don't control it because Amazon controls it. So that's not a real business taking the Alibaba product, Alibaba products and trying to sell them on Amazon. And then what happens is, you know, if it's bad quality. Uh, uh, the customers will let you know, and then Amazon will let you know that you can't sell that shit no more. So, um, you know, it's, 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 it's a lot of, you know, quick money, shortcut kind of things that used to go on that, um, you know, it's just, it's just, it just makes it difficult, um, for most people to, to, um, to do now. Not saying it's not impossible. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is, but is it worth, is it worth your time to be not legit, to try to make a buck? Your time is better spent uh, building a real business, a real e-commerce business. Um, um, you know, so, you know, I kind of went on a rant there. I didn't mean to go there really, but. Um, so even though I dodged the, the Amazon train of this whole situation, I, um, I, I was still affected, you know, I didn't, I wasn't not affected by this whole thing. Um, my sales have, um, dipped and, um, so I'm struggling with, with sales, um, I, I'm, I'm struggling with the idea. I'm struggling with the idea of, uh, of growth. Um, I, I'm, I'm struggling with that because I had a lot of grand plans, right? Before all of this kicked off about how I was, um, going to build my brand you know, I think um, I think I talked about it in the very last episode on what my plans were. Um, if it wasn't the last episode, it's the episode before that. Um, so I had a lot of plans on where to grow, right from where from where from where I was, or from where I am rather. Um, 
and because the economy is taking a shift, um, people are spending less money on certain things, right? You know, um, um, I'm, I'm struggling with the idea, um, but at the same time, what I mean, what I mean by struggling is I don't really know how hard I should go, um, in terms of my, my plans, right? Um, but then I, I'm, as the days go on, I'm kind of getting new information, um, just based on, you know, what my business is doing, that maybe I need to go harder. I need to go real hard. I need to, you know, build out my social media, build out my site, my website, um, and really get a presence, um, really take those plans and really execute them to grow my business. Uh, just to give, you know, if this is the first episode you're listening to, just to give an overview real quick, I'm, I'm, I'm in a particular niche. Um, I'm in a particular niche and, and my, my goal is to, to build that niche into, uh, to build, um, um, how do I say it? My goal was to, um, create a brand right under that niche um kind of like just being like the go-to store like kind of like being the, the um, I wouldn't say necessarily the Costco um kind of like being like a kind of like being that boutique store of these particular items in the niche right so I'm currently heavy in one brand did pretty well with that on eBay, Poshmark, and Macari. Um, and I wanted to take that brand and kind of uh, form it. Uh, I wanted to take that particular product, uh, that particular brand of products and put it under the umbrella of my brand. So my brand will sell this particular brand and it also sells brands um, in that same category. And then the people in that niche can go to my brand, which I'm like the go-to, where you find these particular items. They can come to me to make those purchases. So I don't, I don't design the products. I don't, uh, I don't, I don't design them, but I do control. I do control the distribution. Um, yeah, I mean, you have to listen to the other episode, I guess, you know. I, I said it much better in that episode. But anyways, I, I'm struggling with the idea of how hard I should go because sales have slumped. But I'm like, well, this may be a good time to build that presence still. You know, I may have to alter. I may not have. I may have to um, reduce my spending in terms of um, purchase orders, but I need to build those other assets, maybe some type of, a, uh, following on social media. I need to put, maybe put more effort into that, um, build out my website still. So that way I have that presence and kind of get people, um, used to seeing me in the searches. Um, and, um, so, so, um, It's kind of hard to say how much my sales have 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 slumped, 
Uh, it's only been about a about a month since all of this went down. But I would say it probably went down about my my business probably went down about maybe fifty percent. Maybe fifty percent. Um, this month will be the true month to tell. Um, because last month was like the middle of the month, and it, you know, last month was it was sort of weird because, you know, about maybe the second or you know, two weeks into March, you know, everything was fine. No one was shut down. There was no stay at home orders or nothing like that. So business was business was going as usual, and I think when that third week hit that beginning of that third week I didn't have sales for like four days you know when Trump came out and said that we're in a state of national emergency that was a Friday I didn't have any sales that day I didn't have any sales Saturday didn't have any sales Sunday which was very odd because most of my sales are on the weekend I didn't have any sales you know Monday you know people were going out panic buying all this shit right so I didn't have much sales you know um and then I started seeing sales again, maybe about a week, a week and a half later. It wasn't as many as before, but um, but um, last month I, I did pretty good. I did almost about the same as the month before. I think I did maybe did a little bit more in terms of profit. But this month, I think yeah, it's not it's not really going that well right now. Um, it's not going that well, and where where I'm seeing the opportunity, let's talk about that. You know, I I, I want to get out this 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 uh, this this mood and and talk about opportunity real quick because the opportunity, my goodness, <clears throat> there's a lot of bad things happening right now. I'm, I'm not uh, discounting those things, and I'm not oblivious to those things. There's a lot of bad things happening in terms of people's businesses, in terms of uh, people's families, all that stuff. Bad things are happening. But this, I promise, I promise you, I promise myself, every to everyone out there listening, this is going to be the best, this is the best opportunities are going to come out of this if you pay attention. If you pay attention and you execute on the things you know are opportunities. You're gonna come out. You're gonna come out fine. You're gonna come out really good. You know, really good. Um, really good. So, just from my standpoint, I'm gonna I'm I'm, uh, I'm gonna not take it general um, because there's a lot of things that are happening that are really good that I see. But just to kind of narrow it down to 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 my situation a bit. Um, things are going to be hard for me. I mean, they, they just are. I mean, I got my, I got, you know, I got some loan. I got my car loan, uh, deferred a couple of months. I have personal loan. Um, the personal loan that I used for business a couple of years ago, I got that deferred out a few months and I'm trying to, um, just get everything moved out, you know, um, payments out, move, move them out a few months to kind of help me. Um, uh, you know, including my rent, you know, working on that right now to get that, to get that situated where I'm not hit so hard next month. Um, so things are going to be bad. Things are going to be bad. Things are already bad. You know, just, just to put it joint, put it simply like, yeah, things are really bad. Um, things are fucked up. 
so I'm trying to focus on the opportunities and in, 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 in the uh, the opportunities coming up. So here's here's what I see, right? <clears throat> and this is great if you're if you're in you know if you're in the wholesale game. If you're in the wholesale game, I think there's a lot of opportunity here. Um, I'm going to talk about me specifically, and then maybe I'll get into some more general stuff about wholesale. But there's a number of um, there's a, there's a there's there's a few particular brands that I've been um, well one in particular I've talked about this before, but uh, I was supposed to work with this particular brand that's in my niche, right? That really that I think is really going to help me get to that next level in terms of like massive sales. When I say massive, I don't mean like, oh, you know, it's going to go through the roof, but I think it's going to really complement my business if I can get an account with them. So that's, that's the, the good thing with that is, is you, you, you want to, you want to try to avoid um, selling products that anybody have, has access to. There's some exceptions, but if anybody can have access to them, that may, that may be a, a challenge. So I'm already, you know, um, I, uh, last year, last November, I agreed to, or they agreed, we both agreed that they wanted me to be an Amazon seller for their products. Okay. Um, they, they kicked off all of their current, their current Amazon sellers at the time, and they wanted me to be their Amazon seller. Um, maybe probably add a few other people. I don't think I'm, I'm going to be the only one. If that if that is the case, that that'd be great. <clears throat> but it's possible. But I don't think that's gonna be the case. They might put a handful, uh, allow a handful of sellers to sell on Amazon. So that's a great scenario. Um, if if the products sell well on Amazon, but they're having issues with their Amazon account in terms of brand registry and taking control of the listings and making sure that there's no unauthorized sellers. So they want to do a few things first before they let me on. No big deal. So I just check back in, you know, every every few months or so. And, um, you know, they, they might just be having some challenges. But me being persistent, they know me. They know they know what we agreed to. You know, they're still they're still open to it. And, you know, we're going to move forward eventually when the time is right. <clears throat> so in this time of crisis, a lot of these companies might be desperate. To make sales. Right. Because in my niche, oddly enough, people are still buying. I sell my, my niche, my niche that I'm in, they're products that you wear out that, that you know, the accessory, women's accessories and things like that, that women would buy to wear outside, you know, to show people, you know, you know, um, uh, so, you know, on a stay at home order, you would think that people wouldn't be buying my products and they actually are, you know. Um, oh, I, you know, just to just to recap a little bit. Um, actually, I had <clears throat> the day after Trump announced the national emergency, uh, which was a couple of days after my 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 firstborn's birthday. So it was a Friday. Um, I was I was, you know, I was kind of like terrified, like, oh, man, I stay at home and all this stuff. Uh, I was I wasn't going to see any sales. I actually did see one sale the next day, which was Saturday. There was it was one sale. I had one sale. 
uh, a, cust- a customer bought uh, seven items from me. I never had that big of an, a purchase before, uh, um, a sale before. They spent $250 with me on Poshmark and bought seven items. <clears throat> I was like, hmm, this is this is odd. So um, it, it told me that <clears throat> there's still people who are going to buy these things, even though we're on a stay-at-home order, right? Um, so I, I am seeing sales. It's just not as much as I think it could be. So, but, you know, and then like the, uh, and then the, the days after that, I didn't have any sales at all. But anyways, <clears throat> I digress. So a lot of these companies, you know, um, are struggling, you know, because of the whole Amazon thing that, you know, um, if they're selling on Amazon, they're struggling because Amazon's not shipping their products. And if they're not shipping their products, they're also not paying you. Amazon's not paying your, 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 your payments. Um, like there's some, there's some, you know, if you don't sell, you don't get paid. Right. So, and they're not taking any inbound shipping, you know, and things like that. So companies, I think companies who sell on Amazon are starting to see that they are going to have to start diversifying outside of Amazon as well. Um, if they don't do it, they know they should do it. Um, if they don't do it already, they know they should do it. Okay. So I, the way I'm starting to see it is like, okay, a lot of these companies who told me no before, right? They told me, no, you can't buy right now or no, we don't uh, want to sell to you right now uh, or we have enough Amazon sellers or uh, we're not accepting new sellers. All these different companies who've told me no before, I can probably get them to say yes now. Now, that doesn't mean... I'm going to uh, make a whole bunch of money right now, you know, but when things start kicking back in gear, if I have these uh, accounts that are harder to get, these wholesale accounts that are harder to get under normal circumstances, if I have them and then the economy bounces back, I can be my business will will take, go to the next level very quickly. That's where you'll probably see a V shape. But I, you know, I have to have some money. I have to have some, you know, I gotta have, you know, the money to pay for the stuff, right? So, but I, I think I can work on that. I think I can, you know, uh, I've been doing this for a little bit. You know, um, there's a certain way that I finance my my inventory. So um, I think I can figure that part out yet. I can think. I think I can figure that part out. Um, but my main thing is I need these wholesale accounts. Now, they may not be, um, uh, and some of them are in the current niche that I'm in, some of these companies. And there's also companies in other niches that I want to get into. Because um, my goal is to have, you know, between three and five niches eventually where I'm, I'm building up these brands, um, building these brands uh, where I sell these other brands' products, right? So this usually works if they're um, if they're if they're brands that either sell some of their products on Amazon, but if they have a lot of like uh, SKUs, I can kind of um, I feel comfortable, you know, building 
uh, I, I feel comfortable selling their products off of Amazon because if you can buy the exact same thing, if they if the company has five different SKUs and they all sell on Amazon, it's not going to make sense for me to try to sell it off of Amazon, you know. But if a company has 100, 200, 300, 400, 500, 600 SKUs or whatever, um, and, and they're not all on Amazon, then there, there's possibly a good chance that you can sell those things off of Amazon. So, um, so there's other niches that I want to get into where I have these brands I can sell and sell them under a brand that I create, right? Um, so, so maybe I don't know if I'm confusing people, but I'm not labeling the products. I'm not, I'm not whitelisting them because they're already branded. I'm just saying, hey, you can buy, um, you know, uh, you can buy, you know, Marvel products at uh, joshuascomicbookstore.com. Right. So something like that. Right. Um, but there's, there's companies who've told me no before who are probably struggling because their current sellers may be going out of business. Right. They may be going out of business. They, they, they might be too leveraged. Like some of these Amazon sellers are going to knock off. They're not going to make it sometimes. Some of them aren't. But that may give you a chance to come in and say, hey. We talked a couple of months ago. We said you said no. Is there any situation right now where I can I can I can, you know, um, the way I would word it, the way I have worded it, is um, like is is will it help will it help your business if I can buy inventory? That's what I say. Um, and just kind of going back, I'm kind of all over the place right now, but kind of going back to that company I was telling you I was working with last year, I I told them uh, because. There's a similar problem that that business has and my business has, right? Um, my supplier for the main brand that I sell, the country that the supplier is is in is not in the United States. It's in it's in another country, and they shut down. They they locked the whole country down. Uh, I think it was March twenty sixth, um, and they told me that. Um, yeah, we're going to be shut down until April 14th or something like that. Um, now, now I, my, the brand that I sell, right? The main brand that I sell, the most of my money comes from, they're shut down, right? The company that I, the supplier is shut down in their country and they're not going to resume operations till April 15th. Now, kind of harken back to what I was saying before. When you use your common sense and you know what you know, I know that that's not going to happen. I know that the country is not going to shut down and open back up after April 14th. I know that because of if you see what's going on around here um, and if you look at a place as big as that country is and if you understand, if you've been following what's been going on, you realize that they're going to extend that. I'm I'm anticipating they extend that to probably June or maybe May, um, but I, I think longer than that. So I'm moving like they're not going to open up for the next two or three months. So I won't be able to whatever whatever inventory I have now, I am not going to be able to reorder. So I have tons of products that I cannot reorder right now that have sold already, right? So I'm losing my not only am I losing money on my best sellers. I'm just losing money because of also, you know, the economy and all this kind of stuff, right? 
Um, so I do still have some inventory, you know, um, I just, you know, but I'm, but I'm, I'm moving as if they're not going to open up on April 15th. I mean, it, I don't think it's going to happen if you really see what's going on. So me, I have the problem of not being able to reorder this company that I've been talking to for a year. They manufacture their products in the same country. So they're having the same problem. So I approached them, you know, it was an email because it's hard to get a hold of anybody these days. So an email, in the email, I said, hey, you know, this is what's happening. I, I, I already know you know what's happening in, in, in that country where we both get our products from. Um, they're going to be shut down longer than April 14th. You know, I don't think they agreed with me. Um, but I know what I know. Um, so I'm like, Hey, let me get these products now. Let, let, let whatever, whatever I, I, well, I didn't say that. I asked them, will it help your business if I bought inventory right now? Forget Amazon. Cause at first they were telling me that they didn't want me to sell. All, they, they only want me to sell on Amazon. They didn't, they didn't, they didn't want me to sell them on Poshmark. They didn't want me to sell on eBay. Um, they wanted me to sell on Amazon. So that was my pitch. Like, yo, you have inventory. You cannot get any more inventory, just like me, <laughs> you know. Um, and I'm sure you have inventory on hand right now. So I asked them, will it, will it help your business if I bought inventory right now? And, you know, they got back to me saying uh, that, you know, they're in, a, they're in a different state than me, obviously, and, um, and they're shut down until May 1st. Uh, right now is, is April 8th, so they're shut down until May 1st, and they're not going to resume operations until then. She said, uh, when, I, when we come back May 1st or May 2nd, whatever day that is, we're going to talk about, uh, we could talk about moving any ex excess inventory they have. So... So I'm like, hell yes. Okay. So maybe at that point in time, see, this is a good time for me to convince them because this, this was my plan all along was to convince them that making sales off of Amazon is a good idea for your business because I already proven that I sell your competitors products uh, very successfully off of Amazon on Poshmark, eBay for higher than, um, higher than what they sell on Amazon. You know, it, it, they don't they don't know these companies don't know, you know, but you do you do because you sell, you know, and if you're only selling on the Amazon, you won't have that. You won't have that. Like, can you imagine if you had maybe a few companies, like if you're an Amazon seller and you're and you're selling widgets all the time and sometimes wholesale selling is widget selling. If anybody can get those wholesale accounts, it's a you're a widget seller. So you got to find, you know, the, 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 the type of wholesale accounts where these companies, these brands that have that 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 want to control their their uh, distribution, that don't just allow anybody to to buy their products, that don't just allow anybody to do whatever they want with these products. Because what happens is if anybody can get an account with that particular uh, brand, if anybody can get a wholesale account, then you're just as you're just as good as a widget seller. You're just as good as retail arbitrage. Right. But can you imagine if you had like maybe like four or five 
or two or one company that you kind of work on an exclusive basis with. That's better than constantly finding the next thing to sell all the time. You're building a relationship. You know, they trust you. You trust them. You're making money. They're making money. And everybody's happy. You know, you you can really do some damage like that. So, 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 you know, and, and, um, and this, 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 this pandemic, this crisis, this financial crisis in my personal life has, has just, just, um, pushed me to do things that I should have been doing already. I should have been doing this shit already. I should have been, um, building more relationships with other brands, you know, um, even though I was I'm, I'm, I was being very successful in selling this one particular brand, uh, I got screwed again selling one particular brand. I, 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 that's why I mentioned the multiple streams of income earlier. Like, like these are not new ideas. These are just these are just things that we should have been doing from the jump. You know, uh, so every time I'm every time I, every time I'm invested in like one particular brand, I get screwed. And if you've been listening to this podcast, you know. That I've been getting screwed because I've been talking about that. And and I thought this situation would be different because not only am I selling one particular brand, but I'm doing it successfully and, and I'm not doing it on Amazon. And uh, all of these products that I'm selling, most of them are not on Amazon. So, you know, they can only probably get it from me. And, uh, and then next thing you know, there's a pandemic in the world, the worst possible case scenario. Uh, where I thought where I was good because, you know, I'm selling one brand, it's working out and I'm not, um, I, I'm, I don't really have competition the way I had it on, the way I had it on Amazon. And, and, and then I got screwed. The worst, the, the, the worst scenario happened. You, you, you gotta think worst case scenario will happen and you gotta actually believe that it can happen. See, that's what I'm saying. My mindset has changed with all this shit because multiple streams of income. I got some other shit. I got some other projects that I'm that I'm uh, getting ready to launch that don't really have much to do with e-commerce, but it's going to help me build out those multiple streams of income. You know, uh, let's talk about let's let's talk about generally. Let's talk about a, a little bit. You know, so you have the I have an inventory based business, right? Inventory base, right? I have that. I also need to have a non-inventory based business, right? We got to have that non-inventory based business where we don't have to invest so much money to make money because the, the inventory business is kind of a dollar for dollar type business, right? You, 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 the, the way we do it, right? The wholesale way we do it, you know, you spend five, you make two, you make one, you know, or you make five or whatever. Um, but it's, it's very rare that you're going to spend $5 and make a hundred, Right. So, you know, having those types types of uh, businesses, um, they don't have to be grand. I don't need you know, I don't I don't need like, oh, I need to make five thousand dollars a month doing X, Y, Z. No, I, I just want, you know, maybe three or four, two or three income streams that make like five, six hundred dollars a month that that have potential to grow if I put more time into it. Right. So make it, you know, five, six hundred, a thousand dollars a month, you know. My main business is e-commerce because that's what I know and that's what that's what I'm more inclined to do. So I have a ton of things that I'm uh, uh, work uh, um, working towards, um, you know, or thinking about at least in terms of how to 
really get my my skills up on e-commerce because you know there's a there's a marketing uh, aspect of all of this that I don't know about that I need that I need to know about right whether it's Facebook ads or whether it's Google SE, uh, Google Google ads or uh, whether it's SEO uh, uh, um, you know um, learning more SEO skills and understanding that more so so I can take business off of Amazon and just be a regular e-commerce business I'm not saying that I would never be back on Amazon because it's clear I will um, because there, you know, I, it's a, it's a channel. It's not, I don't, I don't see it as a, it's not an evil. It's just a channel though. Yeah. I don't, I don't see it as a business model. It's a channel, right. In addition to something else, you know, so, um, so, so, so if you're listening to this, you're one lifetime ahead of everyone else who does not think entrepreneurial, and you're going to come out fine if you focus on the opportunities. Okay? We got to focus on the opportunities. A lot of fucked up shit is happening. A lot of bad shit is happening. People dying. People getting sick. People, you know, not being able to see their loved ones when they die. You know, uh, having a five-minute burial, uh, a five-minute funeral. You know, your people, you know, your, 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 your family is getting thrown in, in, in refrigerated trucks after they die. And, and, and all kinds of crazy, crazy shit is happening right now. People losing their jobs. I mean, people are going crazy. We're stuck in the house. Can't go anywhere. You know, there's you know, all this craziness, you know. But there's opportunities in all of this. Maybe e-commerce is not the business you want to be in. But whatever business that you want to be in, make sure it's a long-term business. The opportunity cost, I didn't know this before. There's an opportunity cost to short-term cash. There's an opportunity cost to short-term businesses. There's an opportunity cost to, to, to just short-term thinking. And the opportunity cost is a business that will last you. Financial freedom is the cost that you're sacrificing. You know, never having to go to work again is the opportunity cost. You know, so, 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 so we don't want to pay the opportunity cost. Whatever we can do right now to build something, to build an actual business that has some legs. That's what we need to do right now. Whatever skills you think you need to learn, we got to learn it right now. We got to learn it right now because there is no, I can't, you know, I mean, sure, there's always a situation worse than whatever the situation is, but um, whatever the situation is now, but we're at the bottom. This is probably like, this is like the worst situation that there could possibly be. But there's also, there's no be other better time to um, build your business because we, you know, we're, we're, we're lucky enough to understand the crisis of 2008, which was, you know, 12 years ago. Um, and, you know, it lasted for about three years. So maybe about, you know, between eight and 12 years, depending on how you count it. We were, we're lucky enough to know that a lot of people made their money. A lot of successful people started their business during that crisis and are faring very well right now. 
we're, we're, we're lucky enough to know that a lot of people made a lot of money during the crisis doing all kinds of things, you know, whether it's real estate or whatever else, right? So, so the opportunity to, to live the life that we are searching for is no better. There's no better time. There's no better time than right now. And we can do it. You know, we can do it. All we have to do is focus on the opportunities. Focus on the opportunities because everything else is pulling us away from from the opportunities. Every, you know, every piece of news that comes out, all this stuff kind of just pulls our minds away from the opportunities. But let's just focus on opportunity. And I promise you, we are going to come out on top. We are going to come out richer. We are going to come out wealthier. We are going to come out just everything that we want. And it's not about the money, man. It's not about it's not about the it's not about the money either. You know, it's not about the money. It's just about being able to do what you want to do with your life. And being satisfied that you did it. And then, you know, we can bring, you know, bring, you know, you know, bring others up with us, right? We can bless others, man. Like a lot of like a like. I never really I never really thought about um you know, I never, I never really thought about, um, how I can, how I can be of value to other people that much as, as much as I do now. Like I, 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 I've always had it in me to, to serve and, and be of value to other people, but I never really thought too much about how I was going to do that. Um, or how important it is to do that until right now, man, a lot of people are going to be suffering because of this pandemic, man, like a lot of people are becoming a lot of kids right now are becoming orphans because their moms and parents have died from this disease. They're going to need our help. They're going to need our help, man. They're going to need our help. And and one of the best ways to help is for us to get rich, is for us to build wealth. Right. And maybe build that school um, and, and build that school or donate to or or donate, you know, um, whether it's money or time to these kids that are coming up right now, because a lot of them, man, they don't even know what's going on. You know, they have no idea what's going on. These four or five year olds, my, my, my kids, you know, they're, they're one, six and three. Like they don't know. They, they know that people are sick out here. That's why we're staying home, but they don't understand, you know, and, 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 and we're still here. Like I'm still living their mother is still living, but there's a lot of kids coming up. They lost their parents to this shit. Now I, I want to do something for them, you know. I want to do something for them at some point in time. Like I, I, I want to give to them, you know, because because my heart is here. My heart is 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 my heart is 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 is, is, is with is with humanity, you know. Like, what, what are we going to do to give back? Like, you know, we need to get rich. Focus on getting rich. Until the meantime, stay on your grind, keep your mind on success, and be well. Thank you for tuning in to the 9 to 5 to Rich podcast. This is Joshua Esters back again 
with another episode. You know, I'm not really sure where to start with this podcast. There's been a lot of bleak moments since the last time I recorded. As you know, we are experiencing a um, global crisis at this time. And it took me a while to put together my thoughts for this particular um, for this particular podcast. Um, I'm gonna try to just touch bases on you know this this the state of of where things are from my perspective uh where e-commerce is where my business is where my life is um and 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 hopefully provide some some insight some value um to get you to to get you and myself to see the light at the end of the tunnel of this uh this very these very very dark times right now and um well first let me just say that so far my family is safe i am safe um i myself um neither my family has contracted coronavirus covid-19 and um so we're very 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 grateful for that we are we are trying to protect ourselves as much as we possibly can and and we we have not been sick the last four months and um so we don't think we even contracted it without even knowing so we don't even think that has happened um unless we're all asymptomatic that's a possibility Um, but we have not been tested we have not been sick and we are trying to stay protected at all times and I'm assuming that a lot of you listening are possibly experiencing some some type of hardship. Um it may or may not be financially, but depending on what state you're in in the United States, you are probably experiencing um something you know being that most of the states are um are on are on a stay at home order and those of you with kids have taken on the role of teacher um myself included myself and my wife included um and it has not been easy it has not been easy, um, but I think overall we are 
doing okay. Um, in terms of carrying out our daily duties, uh, this isn't entirely new for my wife. Um, she's been staying at home with the kids since since we had our first child. So um, those people who, uh, those of you who are, are women um, or men who have been in the workforce and possibly forced to stay home and then have your kids forced to stay home, uh, I'm, I'm aware that that could be challenging if, um, if you've never stayed home with your kids um, before in this capacity. Um, so I just want people to know, and, um, you know, if my, if my kids ever listen to this, um, when they are older, that I just want people to know that we are in a, we are in a very, um, important time in, in our history because this global crisis changes everything. It literally changes everything. It's going to change how we interact with one another. It's going to change how we, how we purchase. Um, from a consumer standpoint, it's going to, it's going to change how we consume um, products you know, how we purchase them is going to change how we, how we think. Um, anyone living through this, um, at the capacity of, of, of an adult, uh, we're, we're going to be different. We're going to be different, um, from our kids in very, very obvious ways. Um, how, how this has changed me in particular, this made me realize that I need to do a lot, do a lot of things for myself more. Um, you know, just, just simple stuff. You know, I need to make sure I know how to prepare food. I need to make sure that. I am financially able to not work for three to six months or a year or more, you know, um, it's, it's definitely a wake up call to, uh, to how I'm going to be pursuing entrepreneurship and, um, and, and, you know, it's, it's, it's not, you know, the way we should be pursuing entrepreneurship is actually not a new idea. It's not a new idea that we need to have savings. It's not a new idea to have multiple in, income streams. It's not a new idea. It's, it's, I think what, what it is now, it's, it's, it's more of a necessity because before, 
we were living before this, we were living so well um, as a general, general statement that I'm making here. We were living so well, you know, we had so much convenience, simple conveniences, very simple conveniences, like being able to go to the gym, um, being able to drive a car, just simple conveniences. Um, very, very simple conveniences that we have in this world, particularly the United States, that we lost sight of. It's, it was easy to lose sight of the good ideas, the multiple streams of incomes, the investments, the savings. Those were the good ideas because we were living so conveniently. It was so convenient not to do that and still get by that it is now becoming a necessity to, from an entrepreneur standpoint, it's becoming a necessity to um, build a business, a lasting business that actually creates value in exchange for money, and And it's a necessity to be able to, if your current business is not a necessity business, if your current business is not a recession-proof business, it's becoming a necessity to hedge, to hedge your risk with recession-proof businesses and investments. And that's where my mind has been going. My mind has been going on that is becoming more clear on what I'm trying to do. I know I want financial freedom. I know I want fin financial independence. I know I want that for my family. I know that I'm destined for that. But I need to create a more specific picture of what that looks like. Because I think what tends to happen is we think of the things we don't want. Like, I don't want to work eight hours a day, day in, day out, hustle, hustle, hustle making a company rich and taking a hourly uh, pay. I don't want that. But that's not a clear vision. And without having a clear vision, what happens is we end up in businesses. We end up in uh, seemingly good opportunities. Seemingly good opportunities. That we think 
are getting getting us closer or getting us away from the thing we don't want, but it's not getting us closer to our true vision. So, It's 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 really heartbreaking what I'm seeing right now. I'm seeing a lot of businesses um a lot of businesses are going to fail. A lot of businesses are going to go bankrupt. A lot of businesses will cease. A lot of them. A lot. And it's for something that they had literally no anticipation of. You know, there's probably maybe a handful or less people who could have anticipated this. Uh, Bill Gates is uh, part of that, (laughs) that handful. You know, I just recently saw him on a uh, TED Talk Um, TED Talk came out, I think, four or five years ago where he was talking about how unprepared we are as a, as, as every, every nation is unprepared, how, how unprepared every nation is for the next pandemic. He was speaking about Ebola and SARS and how those pandemics were, um, he's speaking about why they were, um, why they weren't as severe, right? And you can look it up and you can get the details. But he was talking about this. He was talking about what's happening right now. And it's clear that we are unprepared as a human race on this planet we there's no country that was prepared for this um and and i'm just convinced that i'm just it's just more convincing It's more convincing and the idea is more stamped that there is no system that exists on this planet that will save you. There is no system. Where I'm going with this is where I'm going with this is there's a reason why particularly in the United States and and, and it could be said for across the globe but I don't live across the globe I live here in the United States that that there's a reason poor people are poor 
and rich people are rich. There's a reason for that. And that reason did not occur during the during during my lifetime. And if you're listening to this, you know, uh, it did not occur in your lifetime. These are societal systems that have been built, nurtured, established um, a very long time ago. And where where I'm going with this is when I'm saying that there's no system built to help you is that we are fortunate enough in the United States and in many and in many places across the globe we're fortunate enough to take matters in our own hands What I mean by that is you have a consciousness, you have a brain, you have the ability to think, and what we need to do with that is to make our own decisions on where our future is. Government is not going to save us. The government system is flawed. I wouldn't go as far as to say that we don't need government. I would never go that far. Because because at the same time, this same government that we have allows the freedom to think and to act. in our own best interest. The simple fact that we have a we have a current administration that dismissed the problem of this pandemic I'll use that as an, I'll use that as an example just because we're told or we were told at one point that there's no problem. This will go away real fast. This is a hoax. This isn't real. Just because people in power, governmental power, or it could be your friends. It's all over social media. You got to learn to really just make the decision yourself.
you got to make sure that you know what is a problem and what is not a problem, despite popular belief. And sometimes, you know, you know what you know. There's just some things that you know that you know. No matter what it is, it doesn't have to be, it, it, didn't, it didn't have to be this pandemic. It could be anything. You know what your beliefs are. You know what they are. Don't listen to nothing else. Because no one else cares. There's no, uh, there's no system that is, gonna, that, that is going to, that's going to make sure you are okay. There's no system that's going to make sure your family is okay. There's no system that's going to make sure you are financially free. There's no system. The only system that matters is the one that you create. That's the, that's the only thing that matters. And you got to push it hard. You got to push your message hard on yourself and on the family that you're raising or the family that you have. There are just some things that don't make sense that people say. We live in a very crazy time. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of gearing to gearing off to another situation, uh, another topic or 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 sort, because that's the propaganda. Whatever the propaganda, social media, and all that kind of stuff. We 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 this global crisis has hit us in every vulnerable spot that we have. Every blind spot we have, we have been hit in it. The way we consume facts, quote unquote. The way we believe in or the way we side with groupthink. The way we move. All the blind spots in those areas, we've been hit. And now we're paying for it. Okay. So, so, so I'm, I'm really just, um, I'm, I'm really, 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 you know, um, uh, my mindset has really changed. Like, (sighs) let's, let's talk about one in particular, right? So if you're listening to this podcast, you're obviously different from most people, okay? Um, If you're listening to this podcast, you are interested in business building, entrepreneurship, enriching your life through finances, and enriching the lives of others through finances, through financial freedom. Okay, so at some point in time, you have heard of the idea that get a good job or excuse me, go to school, get a good job and live the American dream, you know, 
enjoy all the great things in life, right? Get some money in your pocket and just just and just consume. Some of you may disagree with what I'm just saying, but I would beg to differ. I, I would I would beg I would I would beg to differ that I'm arguing with you, those who are disagreeing with me right now. Because those who are disagreeing with me right now is probably saying, yeah, but I don't, I don't, I don't want to buy, you know, um, I don't want to buy materials. You know, I want to buy experiences. It's the same difference. Consumption at large rates. It doesn't matter if it's materials or if it's experiences. It doesn't matter. But we're taught to consume. Go to school get good grades, get a job, live the American dream by consuming, possibly owning a house. And if you don't want to own a house, just live the finest way. Live your best life as best you can. And most times that's through consumption. I mean, it, it's it's the... If you listen to this podcast, you understand that that is that is ill advice. Right. Let's take out the consumption part. Let's take out the best live your best life part. Let's take out the get good grades and get a job. Let's take out everything else except get good grades and uh, get a job. Let's just take out all of that. So that way there's no arguments. Okay. And then all you have left is get good grades and get a good job. So at, at that point, if you're listening to this podcast, I think you agree that that is ill advice. Now, there are some exceptions. Obviously, you want to be a doctor. You want to be a lawyer. You want to, you know, do something uh, in, in, in the community or in the workforce of those sorts. Right. You want to have you want to have uh, there are just some there are just some professions that require schooling and study and all of that kind of stuff. But I would, I would, I would say about that's probably um, 20% of the time, you know, 20% of the degrees out there that exist are probably worth something. So that means there's 80% of degrees that are worth nothing. And why are they worth nothing? Part of the reason why they're worth nothing, because right now there are highly educated people, people with degrees, masters, PhDs, who are not fucking working. They were laid off. No fault of their own. Now, this is a rare case. This may or may not happen again for a very long time. But even before this, people were still getting laid off. People were still losing their jobs to maybe technology. Um, or just, just a variety of reasons. And technology a lot of times is, 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 is the case. But there's uh, tons of other reasons that people are getting fired, laid off because their jobs are obsolete. And their degrees are their degrees are obsolete as well, so it just kind of it just kind of this whole situation just 
takes the beliefs that we already have and just makes it more firm. It just makes it more firm. And I, I, I don't I don't want to sound this way, but I have enough common sense. I have enough knowledge to to understand that that you know people people are saying, you know, economists, news anchors, social media, all these people out there are saying that there's gonna be a uh, a V, a V shape to the economy, right? So the 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 economy or stock market or whatever goes down is going to shoot right back up when this is all over. You know, I have enough common sense. That's what I was saying earlier. You just can't believe what people are saying. You can't. You you you, can't, you have to think for yourself. You have to make decisions for yourself because you have enough knowledge. You have enough common sense to listen to the voice inside your own head that that does not make any sense. That it's not going to be a V shape. We're not going to bounce back. This, this, what, what are people talking about? It's not going to bounce back. This is this changes everything forever. I'll give an example. You know, this may not happen immediately, but it can happen fairly quickly. Uh, relatively quickly, I mean. So here's an example. Right. So a lot of people um, with a stay at home order, a lot of companies are uh, telling their employees they need to work from home. Okay, so they're taking them out of the office. So they're less likely to expose themselves um, to COVID-19 or uh, expose others to COVID-19 because this is a very contagious uh, disease that doesn't show symptoms for what five to eight days. Um, So it's very contagious. You don't know you have it. Um, until a week or two later. So yeah, stay home, work from home. All right. All right. So, so let's, let's go with this, right? So every time there's a recession, uh, companies get smarter, business gets smarter, uh, in terms of efficient, I will use that term instead. So businesses become more efficient, right? So in the 2008 uh, global uh, global financial crisis, companies got more efficient because they stopped spending money on dumb shit. So instead of buying $1,000 of donuts for lunch every Friday, they don't do that. They they cut they cut that. They cut their lunch spending spending for the employees. They can get their own damn lunch. They pay them so they can get their own damn lunch. So they they find ways to cut and become more efficient. Um, so in this particular situation, employees are going to be going home and working from home. Now, if people can do their jobs from home, they companies are going to need less real estate. So what, what's the point of having all this real estate and all these offices and leasing all this space if 90% of the people can work from home? Okay. So they're going to terminate their leases, get smaller, uh, get smaller, smaller um, 
spaces, lease, lease smaller spaces, buy smaller buildings. And then that puts the landlord uh, or the commercial owner of that building out of business, theoretically. Okay. Um, if you're working from home, companies may, companies may see that as a benefit. Like, okay, so you don't have to drive to work. All right. You don't have to buy lunch. So they're going to offer you less money. You need, you, you need less to live. So they're going to offer less money. Okay. And then companies make more money that way. So not only are they cutting their real estate costs, which is a very high, high fixed expense, they're going to be cutting salaries. And you're going to be so grateful that they cut your salary because there are so many few jobs that you're going to take it. And once you take the new salary, the market shifts to $30 an hour for your job to $25 an hour for your job. Once you take it. Because there is no one person that says your job is worth $30 an hour. It's what the market says. If people are taking it, that's what's going to be offered. Okay. So how's that for the college degree? So not only is it hard, it's going to be hard to get jobs because they're going to, you know, find ways to consolidate work amongst their current um, uh, employees. You know, so it's going to be fewer jobs in your market and it's going to pay less. On top of that, I think we're going to have a lot of inflation. So price prices of, 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 of the, the cost of living is going to increase because the government is printing money. They're putting a lot of money into the economy right now. And we haven't even scratched the surface of the problems of this pandemic. Uh, unemployment right now is at over 10 million in the United States. It's never been that high ever. And they're putting money into people's, uh, they're printing money, giving it to people who are unemployed. They're printing money, giving it to people, giving it to business to pay their current employees. They're printing money to give to, um, um, uh, what do they call it? They call it uh, some type of relief where everybody's going to get $1,200 if you're, um, if your if your average income if your adjusted income is less than ninety nine thousand or something like that, so they're they're giving everybody twelve hundred dollars, which we haven't gotten yet. That's what they said they're gonna do. Um, so they're printing all of this money, putting they're they're buying bonds and uh, they're they're buying corporate uh, um, they're buying corporate bonds and they're, they're printing money. And whenever you print money, inflation rises, prices rise. So there's fewer jobs, fewer high paying jobs, and the cost of living is going to shoot up. So get good grades, get a job, live the American dream. It's not happening, y'all. And I'm not going to teach my kids to do that. I'm going to teach my kids to... To, to be able to fend for themselves the way we 
the way we used to before there was this educational system. You know, mostly everybody was a merchant of some kind. Before all of this, we were merchants. If, you're, if your father was a swordsman, you were a swordsman. Right? I'm not saying it's a perfect system. I'm just saying we were all merchants. And we were, we were pulled from that instinct once the education, or once the industrial, once the industrial uh, uh, revolution, the industrial age happened, we lost all of that because we were forcing people to go to school and, and be there for eight hours um, and train their, their minds to sit down and listen to one person tell you how to do things for 18 years. And then after that, you work somewhere where you do the same thing. You sit in a cubicle and listen to one person tell you what to do, what not, what not to do, what's right and what's wrong. That took us away from learning how to be merchants, learning how to fend for ourselves, learn how to make our own things, learn how to sell, learn how to advertise, learn how to market, learn how to take $1 and make it $20. That's what I'm saying. The system is not going to save you. You are. If you're listening to this and you're experiencing a hardship, there's good news. There's good news in all of this. For you, at least. You're a lifetime ahead, <clears throat> ahead of everyone who never, who's never thought of being an entrepreneur. They're so far behind. They're going to struggle so bad because their mind state is so far away. They're hoping the government takes care of them. They're hoping there's some type of government program that'll bail them out. They're hoping that there's some type of education that they can get to get that high paying job. If you're an entrepreneur right now, you understand how, how many mental hurdles you've had to jump over to maintain the entrepreneurial mindset. Like the entrepreneurial mindset takes a lot of maintenance sometimes, or at least at the beginning. Because the way you think is total opposite of the way non-entrepreneurs think. And non-entrepreneurs make up probably most, not probably, it makes up most of the people you know. It makes up most of the people in your family. It makes up most, most of the people in the world are non-entrepreneurs. So you had to jump through a lot of mental hurdles. You had to stop believing a lot of the things that you were taught. You had to unlearn what you learned Growing up, you had to do so many things mentally, and that took a long time. I can speak for myself, but I'm going to assume that's the same for you. Especially when you weren't born into a family of entrepreneurs, when you weren't born into a family of uh, business owners. A lot of times for those people, it may be... It, 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 it's 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 
there were there probably weren't there was probably weren't as many mental hurdles they had to jump over to realize entrepreneurship is the way to go. You know, building a business, owning a business is is the way to go. You know, maybe they were taught a few things, possibly not all the time, but it's possible. But for most of us, it is taking a lot of time. Like just a lot of time and a lot of unlearning and a lot of um, just a lot of time to just grasp, grasp and believe, not necessarily grasp, but more so believe the 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 concept of, for example, uh, like they say time is money, right? They say time is money. Time is money. Now, time is not money. Money is money and time is time. But if you're talking to the hourly worker or the salary worker or the the, the doctor, the lawyer, they're going to tell you time is money, yo. Like your time is up. Get the fuck up and get up out of my office. Swipe your debit card first, though. You know. If you're working hour from hour and getting paid by that hour, it's going to take a little time to understand that that doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. It, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Or it doesn't make sense to get a second job. Like it, 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 it doesn't. It may help you in the short term. You got to handle a few things. Sure, you know you got a you got a traffic ticket. You need a, you need a, you need a part time job real quick to pay that five hundred dollar traffic ticket. I get it. Short term, it helps. But if you're going to take your life. And be paid 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 dollars, 20 dollars an hour, 30 dollars an hour. And 30 dollars an hour is hard to get unless you got some experience. But for most people, you know, 25 and under, um, the way I look at it is I think about how fast I spend money, right? I think about how much things cost. You know, I go, um, I go, for example, and I, I go, um, if I go buy, um, what is it? Let's say I go buy a, um, um, let's see, I'm just trying to think of something that I, that I, that I buy, you know, um, you know, besides the essentials or whatever. Oh no, no, let's let's go let's go with essentials. Let's go with that. Let's say I go um I put $25 in my in my tank in my gas, right? $25. <clears throat> the way I think about it is like how many hours did I work to make $25? $25 net. Okay, net cuz you know, it, net that's the only thing that matters. That's the only thing I can spend is the net. Or you know, <clears throat> I'm I'm looking at um, I'm looking at these uh Coca Cola cans. I uh, all in front of me. I, I I've been drinking orange vanilla Coke. Uh, yeah, they they got me with the advertisements. So so I drink. I drink quite a few of those. Um, I'm I'm on and off with it, but <clears throat> I was on, you know, last week. Um, you know, depending on where depending on where I go, it's five bucks. You know, um. 
I, I go through I go through them pretty quickly for a 12, 12 pack, 12 pack, five bucks or whatever. Um, you know, let's say I bought two, two is $10, about 10 bucks. All right. I say, well, how long, if I was on an hourly basis, if I made $10 an hour or I made, let's say I made $16 an hour. So, um, <clears throat> it took me, you know, I had to work 30 minutes to get these two cans. Um, I, I'm not giving good examples cause I'm, I don't really buy expensive things. So, but think of the expensive things people buy, you know, a pair of shoes, um, you know, or some clothes or some fucking tickets to somewhere, you know, or something like that. You, you, you gotta think like a lot of times or groceries or something like that, like the money goes so fast. And then when you think about how many hours you worked to, to be able to have that money, you, you start realizing like, okay, damn, this shit, like I took an hour of my life. I had, I had to work an hour of my life to pay for this. Or if there's a high dollar ticket, something like $60, $80 that you need to buy, or maybe it is, maybe it is a, a, some type of ticket or something like that, or you know, some type of you know, uh, fine or whatever, you know, some type of, something you pay like uh, over $100 for. You got to think how many, how many hours you worked to pay for that. And then you multiply it by all the things you buy in a month, all the things you buy in a month. I mean, I'm not just buying Coke. You know, I'm not just I'm not just put twenty five dollars in my tank to fill it up. I'm doing a lot of different. I'm paying for a lot of different things. Every month. And I had to work. Take my life and work these hours to pay for these things. It doesn't make sense. There has to be some level of exponentiality to income. There has to be, uh, there has to be, you have to put your, 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 your mind, your focus, your energy into things that make you money when you're sleeping. And I don't, I don't mean that in the most sleazy way. You probably see it on YouTube all the time. I don't 100% believe in like passive, passive income or whatever. But what I'm saying is, do you work? Do you actually physically work for every uh, uh, dollar that comes in? You shouldn't. And that, and that concept takes a long time to understand if you don't come from that, such as myself. <laughs>